Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 122, Episode 1 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where you take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers. What? And fuck Fox News. Yeah, wow. both of them. I know. I said it. Brave again. I'm brave. Brave O'Brien. <laughs> brave O'Brien. It's Monday, February 24th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. New guy on the stage can't answer shit. Mike Bloomberg makes me sick. And I think Liz just gave Mike a stone cold su- stunner. Stone cold stunner. <laughs> courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi, man. And I'm thrilled to be joined by my special guest co host, Jamie Loftus! Miles isn't here. And Jack is here. And Miles, I just started it late. Jack is here. Jamie is here. Miles not here. Jamie's holding. Miles is in here. And Jack is here. And we gotta guess what Jamie's holding. Woo! That's, that's, I wrote that myself. That was, Do you that believe? was amazing. I wrote that myself. You just came up with that on the spot? Jamie's holding. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Uh, Jamie, did you know that yeah. Miles and I uh, are going on the road yeah, with I our knew. time machine? Why don't you tell me this about very it? week? Jeez. Also, with super producer Anna Hosnier and some special guests, we're in Minneapolis, February twenty fifth. Uh, that's tomorrow. Holy shit! Hey, at I know Parkway Theater uh, with POS, the rapper. Uh, we're going to be at Chicago, February 27th at Sleeping Village with Daniel Daniel Kirk and Toronto, the grand finale, February 28th at the Great Hall with Mark Little. Uh, for tickets, go to dailyzeitgeist.com and go to the live appearances tab for links. Uh, we are thrilled. Sorry, were you going to say something? What? Were you going to say something? I was going to say a minute ago that I know one person in Minnesota. Okay. Well, that's good. I'll see if he wants to go. It's not Kirby Puckett. Who's that? No, he died. Damn it. Shit. Uh, Anyways, we are thrilled to be joined in. That's that's how you you throw to me. Kirby Puckett died. (laughs) Drop that. And gang, I want to let you know Kirby Puckett died. Anyways, we are thrilled to be joined in our third third seat by the hilarious and talented comedian and host of our newest podcast on this very network. Mm -hmm. He is Mr. Nick Turner. I may not be the best, but I am today's guest. Wow. Thank you. One rhyme is harder than you'd think. I like it. One single rhyme. Acapella, too. That's how all the rappers started. That takes bravery. That's true. true. A lot of people bring a backing band. (laughs) (laughs) I usually bring a string quartet (laughs) to back me up. What? I'm trying to sleep, guys. (laughs) What song was that? Um, that was Nick Turner is the best. The, the best. Okay. Cool, cool, uh-huh. cool. May not be the best. Yes. Right. Uh, Nick. Yes. You got a new show on our network. I do. It's on called Netty. Deckheads. And it's with the best among you. Yeah. The best of us. Anna Hosnier, yeah. which I have said Anna Hosnier over one million times. I know. And guess what she doesn't wow. do? Correct people. Nope. She doesn't have time. She's busy. I think that should be commended. She's got shit to do. That's on us. We need to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys say Anna? Uh, I say Anna. Oh. When I, I say Anna. think. I made when the I think switch. about it, yeah. yeah. You made the switch. That's I made the switch. 
I finally made the switch. Yeah. <laughs> I finally made the switch, and let me tell you, it feels great. <laughs> I'm never going back. Uh, all right, Nick, we're going to get to know you a you little bit You know what's better. weird? Hold on. Uh, yeah, please. Anna did not smile once through that whole thing. No, the whole room's that talking is about her. pretty standard for her demeanor okay. during this gotcha, show. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, she, the, the best you get is an exhausted sigh. <laughs> uh, it's good. It, it helps keep us in check. I think we would just go flying off the rails no, every you don't time. Have people, yeah. you know, no one should be having fun. Yeah, nobody I should be like having when, fun. Yeah. yeah. Too much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, bad. Bad Makes news. the baby go blind, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what they say, right? Mm-hmm. Nick, what is the show? You and- Oh, uh, it's called Deckheads, and it is a uh, about the Bravo reality show, Below Deck. We watch and recap every episode with our own special brand of humor. Uh, it is very pop special. Pop on. Pop on. Wait, who the hell is that? Uh, why is she frowning so <laughs> hard? You do that every time. Do not knock your drink over. Uh, okay. Oh. Here we go again. Mom's here. Uh, hey, hey, Super Producer Anna Hosnia, how's Hi, it going? Hi, yeah, Nick has a classic thing where if we're recording, he'll knock his drink down. <laughs> you just had to get That's on mic fine. to let us know. Uh, no, yes, Below Deck is or is the show we recap on Deckheads. Yeah, and you guys are going from episode one. Oh, yeah, it's the whole oh, ride. Mm-hmm. The when whole did it ride. start airing? It started airing in 2011. Uh, oh, okay. In, yes, okay. Bravo, or Bravo's below deck, you mean? Bravo's below deck. Yeah. I was, I got confused. I thought it was the the sweet life of Zach and Cody below deck. Sure, sure. Oh, uh, we should cover that too. You should maybe, yeah, eventually, as a Patreon when series. When we could run be out, cool. <laughs> <laughs> if we run out of episodes ever, yeah. yeah, we will look for that. But I don't think we're going to because when we started this, there was one spinoff, Mediterranean, yeah, and. A week ago, we found out there's a brand new show called Below Deck Sailing, Sailing. Yacht, and yeah. so uh, well, it will never end. Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Yeah. Sailing yeah. Yacht is, is a good name. Is that for the sailing heads out there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sailing Yacht's well, a good name for a baby. There's decks on sailboats as well. Right. Damn. Oh, that's, no, that's a thing Got we do that. on the show. We do a lot of boat facts. Yeah, yeah. boat facts. We boat really facts. get to know the world of boating. What's something yeah. that we wouldn't know about a boat? Anna, what have I taught you? Uh, oh boy. Uh, I can't think of a single thing. Wait, wait, what's the left oh, inside of a boat called? Right, yeah, that's Starboard. what I keep telling you. Stern? Stern. Stern? No, Stern is the front, isn't it? Okay, first of all, you're not supposed to know these. Okay, yeah, sorry. Port? Port? Port, 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 port is one of them. Starboard? The, the rear is something. They call the, what do they call the butt? Yeah. <laughs> they call the caboose. I, I, I think I call it a butthole on the show. Yeah. I think that is the technical term. Uh, so the, the show ass. is, you'll, you'll learn about Maybe. a great... Maybe don't listen just to learn about yeah. boats. We, yeah. do, we do have the facts correct on the show. We just can't remember them. For nautical training, yeah. uh, do not come to this show. But if you want a great reality show recap uh, podcast that has Look, we go hard. The, oh, most, yeah. the hardest, uh, most palpable chaotic energy, uh, <laughs> I think, out there. The, we we do mention that Christopher Walken killed Natalie Wood. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a big God. thing yeah. we talk about on the show. Yeah. Do you think that he should... Be he should like say something. He should at least be uh, me too. I think he yeah. should speak. It's he crazy. should admit it, right? He should say he did it. I. It's really I can't wait very to wild. Yeah. To me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really strongly. About I it. mean, can you like? They went off on a boat trip and came back. No, Natalie Wood. No, Natalie. No, Natalie. How is that a thing? How many I people like... were on the boat? It was just the two of the no, three no, of them. It the, was a, there uh, was like two uh, other people, wasn't there? Her abusive. No, it's, it's it was her significant her, other. Her bow at the time. Yeah. Um. Robert something. Uh. No. No, he's a uh, vampire. Not Robert Durst. Let me get the. Not, not, not Robert Durst. Durst. Warren Beatty. Something dreams. like Warren Beatty, but not yeah. him. Um, 
Yeah, no, it, it was, it was, ugh, it makes me so mad. Wagner, Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner, Wagner yeah. yes. Our we wags. know a lot. Uh, anyways, that's the just sort of thing. Natalie. Just a taste of just what you'll taste. get. Yeah, on Justice Blow for Day. Natalie Wood. Yeah, Justice for <laughs> Natalie Wood. <laughs> on Deckheads. Yeah, it, it actually, uh, yeah, Deckheads becomes a true crime podcast where they solve Natalie Wood's murder. Yeah. Uh, so tune in. All right, guys. Uh, Nick, we're going to get to know even more stuff about you in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about. Um, Trump says the intelligence report from his intelligence agencies uh, about the fact that Russia's meddling on his behalf already in the 2020 election. He says that's a hoax. Replace <gasps> the guy who reported that with a Trump stan. Uh, we're going to talk about Mike Bloomberg's debate performance last week. Uh, I know there is a new debate uh, tomorrow evening, but uh, people have just continued dunking on his debate performance from last time, including his advisors. Like his advisors gave interviews with the New York Times where they were like, "I he we prepared him. He just fucked up. God. He's an idiot." Do we have like a, a like definitive list of uh, like low grade meme influencers who have been paid to endorse Bloomberg? We that's do my, actually. That's, that's the next story. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm doing such a good job today. You are. Thank you. Um, yeah, he's paying meme influencers. He's also paying uh, people to just text their friends mm-hmm. and be like, "I like Bloomberg, man. How about you? What you think? What you think about this Bloomberg guy? You know who said no to Bloomberg? The fat Jew." It Did he? The first ethical thing he's ever done in his whole career. That is a online influencer and not just so, something that. Uh, oh, not uh, yeah! Not don't just, please don't cancel yeah. me. That's like it, what he goes by. Yeah. Yes. Um. But he did get fuck Jerry, which yes, is a very did get similar. Fuck Jerry, and... fuck Jerry, definitive trash. Yeah. Yes. Like bad and I mean they have they. Yeah. Had... That's the Firefest guys. Yeah, yeah. Get out now. We're gonna talk some coronavirus outbreak. We're gonna talk some dog owner polls. All of that, plenty more. But first, Nick, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? feeling about who you are sir um yes Yes. um well my i just looked it up my last search um was uh how to sell a brand new car Ooh. yeah because you gotta do that i have to sell a brand new car you got why gotta move some weight some hot hot stuff yeah well i fucked up and won a car on the price is right wait (laughs) and are you uh, serious yeah today it aired today Wow! So this is officially the Wait. first time I can I can talk about You've it. You've been here for an hour. You just brought I this up. I fucked up and won a car on the Prices Right. Wow. A Honda 2020 Honda HRV LX, baby. That's Holy the base shit. model. Oh my god! So now you Wait, just gotta get can, rid of it. It comes out today, Monday. What? Or today? Uh, uh, well, it's yes, it's out Friday. It's okay, out, it it's came out, out Friday. Yes, 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 out Friday, February twenty first. You can check it out on your CBS All Access. So, <laughs> so wait. I'll so, give out codes at the end. <laughs> how long did we, they wait? When did you actually win it? I won it on December seventeenth. So, it's, just so been it's been like, two months. So you a little just had over it? two months. Uh, no, I don't have it. Um, <sighs> They don't give it to you until it airs, and they don't give it to you if it doesn't air. So, oh, yeah. Whoa, shit. Yeah. What a scam. Yeah. What? So, uh, I, but I don't know anyone who's won a car and they haven't given it to them. Right. Um, a friend of mine, Tim Palazzola, shout out, won a car on uh, Let's Make a Deal, and oh, his funny. didn't air till like six months later. Wow. <laughs> and he's just like, this, this, this is relatively quick, uh, two months, but then uh, apparently- they also said it would definitely air, so I wasn't worried about it because it's Dream Car Week. Oh, right. So they got a lot of wow. money. They also said it would definitely re-air. Wow. So and when it re-airs, you get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Was it was there ever was it ever in doubt because Drew Carey like had to cancel some of the shows? It right? was a scary week for yeah. someone who won a car. That's Eric this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, because his ex fiance was murdered, right? And oh he uh, they stopped production this week. Yeah, um, but they didn't stop airing new episodes. Got it. But well, it's don't um, let a murder get in the way. Harder of your to promote. Carrot. Yeah. What uh? Yeah, I just wanted to make sure we brought that up to put a damper on. Oh, everything. good, thank yeah, you. Yeah. So you couldn't feel pure joy. Yeah. What what kind of car is it? It's a Honda 2020 uh, HRV LX. Yeah. Okay. It's um, Hell it's a yeah. small SUV. Yeah. So, you're, but you're you're uh, selling 23K. it. 23K. You're selling it. I'm selling it. Yes. Oh, so this is a good place to talk about. It. I want to put this out there. Yes. If anyone lives in the Southern California area and wants to buy my car, highest. Price wins. Wow. It's a weird <laughs> way to go. do it. There yeah, but highest bid, I guess, you know. Yeah, there you go. Makes in the spirit sense. of the show. Um, well, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, what thank what you. game did you win it on? I won it on the dice game. Okay. And there was basically almost nothing I had to do because I just rolled everything. Right? right. And do you have any secrets for how to get on the prices, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, well, I went as part of my. My other podcast, Get Rich Nick, where every week right. we try a different way to get rich quickly. We interviewed right. my co-host, Nick Vatterot's college roommate, and he had won uh, a car on Prices Right. Mm-hmm. So we interview him. He gives us tips on how to get on. And then I go and I use them, and I got on. That's and um, here's a big wow. tip. Lie about what you do and where you live if you live here. Okay. And oh. you're in the entertainment business. Yeah. Okay. So I said that I was a karaoke host from Richmond, Virginia. Oh, that's great. Because I thought that would mean, you know, like I have a lot of energy, but yeah. I have no designs on the biz. Right. <laughs> there you go. I'm just in. Yeah. The perfect crime. <laughs> Peak of my aspirations, karaoke host. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, be charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Try you to, gotta want to be there. Just try to do it. Um, wow. That's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Although my dreams were just dashed (laughs) on that last rule. Uh, What is something you think is overrated? Oh, well, you've already mentioned him, but Bloomberg. I love it. This has been the greatest week of my life. Leave him alone. (laughs) He's topping all these these polls in places where people only watch TV to get any information. Yeah. (laughs) And then he pops out, he pops his head out once and yeah. just gets blasted just, by the world. <laughs> unloaded on. I have never rewatched a debate immediately right. until this one. It was some of it like was people fun. people were saying it was the most entertaining debate ever. It was some of the best TV ever because yeah. it just like from the start it was uh, knives out. It was some yeah. of the best uh, on stage unity I'd, I'd ever seen, where it just everyone was just united and just <laughs> yeah. absolutely murdering yeah. him. Yeah. It was exciting. They'll go. They'll be back to Bernie next week. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're gonna come but after a, Bernie. But yeah. a good week. But a good. But week. a good week. Yeah. A, a lot of mainstream week. media people are like, "Why are they focused on him? Why don't they focus on Bernie? Take <laughs> Let us have down. one night, okay? Right. Save us from the billionaire. Right. Uh, <sighs> what is something? Yeah. It can't. It can't be that the guy is just clearly wrong and so everyone's making the same point because he's wrong it has to be like a strategic thing yeah i was um i was a new yorker the entire time he was mayor yeah and when he became mayor he had four billion dollars then divested from his company um illegally was mayor for an extra four years because he bribed bribed the council to let him do it and then um at the end of the 12 years he left and boom he had over 30 billion dollars yeah, and now he has 60. I don't know how it happened, and now yeah. he's got 64. I don't yeah. know what's going on. He's, just, he's crushing And he's giving away stop. all of it, and he, every year he's got more. He worked very hard for that. Very, very full, hard. Much harder than everyone else. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I worked very hard for it. Uh-huh. 
So, in his defense, yeah. he worked very hard. Did you work a hundred billion yes. times harder than everybody Please else? Please let me see a photo American? of you sweating. Right. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I mean, I there is that... a lot of photos of him sweating, but just in like doing menial tasks. Oh, right. sure. But they've all been caught and killed. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> I feel like there there is that one, the footage of him doing like an integration with the Little Mermaid. Have you seen that video? No. Uh, no. That's you. You can feel his soul sweating because he like <laughs> has to sing a song, but he's. <laughs> He doesn't know how music works. Oh, that was a transition because Giuliani would just get and drag and sing at every function. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Uh, What is something you think is underrated? Oh, Stacey Abrams. Here's what's going on. Um, She's going to be president very quickly. Okay. Because I 100% believe she will be Bernie's pick. This Mm. is the the, uh, woman who was running for governor of Georgia who was- um, Cheated. Very yes. much cheated. Like the most cheated of the whole. Cheated. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out the guy who was the... keeping r- track of the rules was the guy she was running against. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the attorney general. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, uh, she is a, a front runner, um, and I I believe that Bernie will tap her. I have my money on predicted.org. Ooh. Ooh. Really? On Stacey Abrams. She's only 15 cents By right now. Way, Get in what? early. You found out about predicted.org the last time you're on this <laughs> yes. show and have since uh, yes. predicted- it's all I put at. out a second mortgage on your house. Predicted.org? Uh, yeah. yeah, you can predict uh, just, it's just like betting on rant, on stuff, on like yeah. think like events. Okay. And so there's lots of political stuff you can bet on. I have money on most of Super Tuesday. Okay. Um, and uh, but anyway, Stacey Abrams is my pick. If Bernie gets picked, and he probably will, she's going to be the one. And then Bernie will, of course, be dead in two years. Oh and gosh. then Stacey Abrams, president. President. Pretty, pretty exciting. I, I love them both. The betting markets she's are great. pretty. Uh, they're pretty sure that Bernie is going to be the nominee. Yeah. Seems that yeah. Pete, Pete Buttigieg worth a dime right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rough, Nina Nina Turner rough. is the number one at the moment for vice. Presidential, yeah, pick. yeah. Um, Abrams would be an amazing pick, though. That'd yeah. be so cool. Yeah, somebody was pointing out that um, I think it was one of the uh, the Ringer podcast of uh, something, the Press Box. They were talking about how fucked it would be if there was a brokered convention and or contested convention, and they went with somebody who wasn't Bernie. Um, and that, that was kind of the first time I just kind of assumed they were going to do that. But maybe that is very stupid of them. Like if he gets the plurality of the votes and then right. and then they do a brokered convention, mm-hmm. that would be a pretty ballsy pick for mm-hmm. for some for a party that has spent the last year, you know, pounding the table about norms and how Donald Trump is destroying the norms and the sanctity of uh, American democracy to them be like, yeah, but we're going to go with Bloomberg. But they're like, we got, <laughs> we got to keep a norm in the crowd. Right. I just signed up for predicted.org. Yeah. Oh, wait. They can't verify my identity. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I will ask no more follow up questions. <laughs> uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Um, people do not realize. Uh, that Survivor is A, still on, or B, <laughs> still incredible, or C, ever incredible. And I am here to tell you, I I do not, I talk to so many people who are like, Survivor, that's still on, and I just, I just want to scream at their face. Here's what's going on over at Survivor. Every year it gets deeper 
and more interesting for return viewers. Mm -hmm. And they have their own celebrities. And this season is all winners called wow. Winners at War. Wow. And it's 20 people who have one survivor. And it is batshit. And I cannot stress this enough. You need to watch it, but only after watching the other 40 seasons. 40. They're all on CBS All Access, and I know you're going to be getting your free week this is, to check me out really, on The Price is, is Right. This is the second time you've plugged CBS, CBS All, All Access. Access. Is this your Get Rich Nick's uh, scheme this week is go on and plug CBS All Access <laughs> for, for an ad fee on other people's podcasts? Because that's actually... Uh, yes. Pretty brilliant. Um, I actually pay for it. <laughs> you pay for the right. And, and I'm sick of it. Yeah. You hear that, CBS All Access? Do you remember the uh, season where they broke the tribes up by race? I do, yes. Oh, race so wars. Gosh. Yeah. Becky Lee, who uh -huh. came in third, oh. is my sister in law. Oh, no yeah. shit. Wow. So that's the one season that I watched very closely. That's and the one that Yule won. Yes. yes. The one that, wow. You yes. really He's are. on this season also. Is he really? Yeah. So Shout wait, do they, you. do they have winners going back like forty seasons? Like they do, they won every. Wow. They have winners from every season, but they, you know, it's um, they do two a year, so you know, it's not yeah. for, obviously right. forty years. Right. Yeah. I get, probably didn't need to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm sure for our younger listeners, it might as well be forty years. That's yeah. true. Like yeah. two thousand. What, what, it's amazing that we don't have any uh, politicians from Survivor. Yeah, we got oh, we got that happen. real world one, the 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 congressman Duffy from Massachusetts, Republican. Wait, really? Yeah, he actually retired. He was Duffy, like Duffy. Yeah, that's his last last oh. name. Or some, yeah, something. Sean Duffy, I believe. Okay, okay. yeah, that sounds like, like that. someone from Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talk in our live show about how about the first year that Survivor came out. And just oh, yeah. blew us all away. Oh, incredible. Richard Hench. Incredible. Uh, our greatest. Maybe our greatest American. Um, all right. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. And let's talk about briefly about this intelligence report from American intelligence agencies uh, that says the Russians are already meddling in the U.S. election, which is always the, the fun word they use for cheating on Trump's behalf. Right. Uh, already in the 2020 election. And uh, Trump has officially come out and commented on it and said it is a hoax by the Democrats. Um, so that that is going to be his position. Mm. Um it's pretty, this is one of those things that is, uh, you know, it, it's worse than it sounds and it's way worse than the media is acknowledging because they're deflated from impeachment, like being from there being an acquittal. So, yeah, I feel like the coverage of this has gotten pretty buried in other stuff, whether yeah. it be like debate coverage or, or whatever. Like I had to do research on it this morning to even figure out what it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he'll be cheating uh, or they'll be cheating on his behalf with impunity and presumably with his assistant since he is already seeking foreign influence in the 2020 election and there's nothing we'll be able to do about well, it. Well, you got to start earlier every year. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what that, you learned from lessons past. Yeah. You're like, oh, I almost got caught yeah. last time. So um, you got to start earlier. Right. And Giuliani just has to go. We can't be recording these conversations. There <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, but we'll just never know. 
You know, like Trump will win and then we'll just never know how much of it was due to Russian interference because he has replaced the the acting director of national intelligence, Joseph McGuire, removed him and replaced him with uh, Richard Grenell, who is the ambassador to Germany uh, and a fervent Trump loyalist. So there won't be any investigations into any of this shit. It'll just be straight up cheating with with no impunity. Uh, so Yay. that's that's how our country works these days. Maybe we do need fuck Jerry. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Trump was all through the memes, you know? Right. And no one has the power to make memes like fuck Jerry. Yeah. Um, so Powerful fuck Jerry endorsement on Zeitgeist this morning. No, no, no. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck Jerry. People, <laughs> Sorry, Meg Wright. <laughs> people the are, Meg Wright stands are going to come for you. <laughs> People are continuing to dunk on Bloomberg's debate performance. Uh, You know, on 60 Minutes last night, Bernie noted that you can't possibly think Bloomberg is electable after seeing that debate performance. Uh, And even like the New York Times interviewed his advisors and were like, what? Like, Did you guys not know that those attacks were going to be coming? Because those are the, the three angles. Everybody else knew yeah. were, were coming, and he seemed totally caught off guard. And they're like, no, I mean, we prepared. I know this is going to sound crazy, but we prepared him. We, like, <laughs> reviewed answers, and he just went off prompter and totally fucked himself. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, so they're throwing him under the bus. Yeah, they're just, like, telling some jokes well, they didn't like. Right. fun. It is kind of fun to just watch someone set $375 million on fire just well, for no reason. So He's richer thing, now, though. Right. Yeah. Because all that just made him more, more famous. Yeah, yeah, more powerful and famous, and he'll use that to influence uh, something to make himself richer. He got an endorsement from Sam Donaldson. Did he has really? never endorsed anybody because he's a journalist. Right. And then yeah. he said he had this whole long thing where he's like, look, uh, this one is too important. You know, as a journalist, I don't take sides. But this year I have to say something. I am endorsing. And you fully expect Bernie. Well, right. Th- right. Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> what? Well, there was also a story that was circulating. Uh, speaking of Natalie Wood, uh, there was a story circulating about Kirk Douglas's death uh, where Michael Douglas was saying that Kirk Douglas his last words were Mike can get it done. So he like they're saying on his deathbed like, and referring to Mike Bloomberg. Mike Bloomberg, yeah. yeah. He his last words were a Mike Bloomberg endorsement, which I think is just a a big swing of a lie on his son's behalf. <laughs> but, like, oh, I think that he that's... said Mike can get it because he's sexually attracted <laughs> to Mike Bloomberg, and right. then when he's dying, he says done, and done. yeah, <laughs> done. Um. Yeah, that is very strange and a really uh, like powerful you said, endorsement. Big, big swing. <laughs> An actual from rapist the Bloomberg campaign. Michael Bloomberg. Bloomberg right. uh, actually endorsing Bloomberg may kill you. They're- right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they they staged that death and had him <laughs> stage the last words specifically. I mean, Kirk he's Douglas been dead has for been, three. Yeah, he's been dead for a while. They've <laughs> yes. had him on ice for a while, and they they're were like just another like, exploratory yeah. committee. We gotta get this guy. <laughs> um, but anyways, so he another way that he is uh, trying to just turn his money into voters. Uh, I think you should probably just start paying every American like a hundred dollars or something because that's sort of the equivalent of what he's doing. Yeah, um, you mean like Andrew Yang wanted to do? Right, exactly. But 
I mean, that was an actual plan that made sense <laughs> of the policy, whereas Bloomberg is just... He's just throwing money at the youth. turning money. He's yeah. literally just making it rain on the United States. This, yeah. This Jerry Media thing, I'm like, they just... I, I feel like once people called them out for Fire Festival, they're like, we're, fuck it, we're going full chaos. Right. We'll yeah. take money from anyone. Yeah. They're uh, chaotic evil. Yes. Uh, so they... He's been paying like meme lords, uh, like the, <laughs> the fuck Jerry people, lords. yeah, to to make really like confusing memes that aren't like good in any way. Don't say anything good about Mike Bloomberg, and are just I don't understand. You're not laughing at these memes, right? Like one one of them uh, that we talked about, but we were confused as to whether it was an actual ad, uh, is from the Grape Juice Boys, uh, and it's basically. Uh, Mike Bloomberg saying, can you post an original meme to make me look cool for mm-hmm. the Democratic primary? And they're like, no, we don't like your vibe because that's what you would say to him. And then he says, I put Lamborghini doors on the Escalade. And they say, what? Because it's a confusing and nonsensical thing. And but then, it says paid for by Mike Bloomberg on it. Yeah, it's paid for by Mike Bloomberg. So we were like, wait, are they making fun of fuck Jerry by doing that? Like just being like, this is absurd. But no, it's an actual ad. And the person who made it, like some social media influencer was like, it's the most successful ad that I've ever posted. And I think a lot of it came from people being confused whether or not it was real. Well, yeah, there's other ones. There's that uh, Tank Sinatra one that is like Mike Bloom. They're like the format of all of them is their DMs from Mike Bloomberg, and then there's one where Mike Bloomberg sends this meme account a meme of Bernie Sanders. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got that like Putin thing where he creates enough weirdness that you don't know what is real and what isn't, but it doesn't. I like with Putin, it's always like, oh, yeah, he's like sowing chaos to undermine the Western world and, uh, you know, at, at least contribute to Russia's power. With this, I don't understand how it does anything <laughs> the whatsoever. The goal is so unclear. Yeah, it's just like I, put Bloomberg's name in your head, I guess. He's just fucking around. Um, I don't know. I, so, well, speaking of, of uh, Meg Wright, who runs the Fuck Fuck Jerry campaign, I guess that it's been like reported somewhere that Bloomberg has been trying to hire comedy writers, which could mean anything. Right. But like people are trying to figure out who he's like employing to uh, mastermind the, these like memes and other shit. It's also confusing. Well, the most successful thing in his campaign so far was that um, that UCB crowd doing the Bloomberg dance, right? Which was making was with Nick and yeah. Brad making. I fun got of those them. moves like Bloomberg. <laughs> 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 I got the moves. Bloomberg but that should was pay a Nick joke, and Brad right? for that. Yeah, that was yeah, a, that was that a joke. that was a joke yeah. where the joke was: Could you imagine if? Somebody was actually right. passionate about Mike yeah. Bloomberg's well, candidacy, and that was a jo- that was a double joke because they were also making fun of Pete Buttigieg's right. supporters doing that shitty dance. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, that point dance is was cool Bloomberg should cut a check to Nick and Brad. Yeah, um, it was reported this week that, or it was reported last week that Bloomberg was going to be paying people to literally just text their friends about how great Bloomberg is. Um, they're called deputy field organizers. They're paid twenty five hundred dollars a month for 20 to 30 hours a week uh, to bother their friends and loved ones with texts about Bloomberg. I hope I get a message from an ex. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Hey, Jamie, I haven't talked. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. It's, uh, 
what our world has come to. And I mean, there are these apps that apparently the Republicans used them uh, to great effect in uh, in the 2016 election. There was one called... Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Talking to Siri. Sorry. She's well, not sure she understands, Nick. Okay. Is she making fun of me? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I being escorted out? <laughs> Nobody undermines me. Uh, so there is uh, an app that was called You Campaign. It was lowercase U campaign uh, that the Republicans used. And so there are these new apps that the Democrats used in the 2018 midterms called Outvote. And uh, it's basically just apps that you put into your uh, smartphone and it looks through your contacts and like matches uh, contacts with voter databases, which seems wildly uh, invasive, but at the same time, could be an effective way to get voters out who you know and love and, you know, help mobilize for the candidate you like. Uh, but because they're doing it for the Bloomberg campaign, uh, people are just doing it because they're being paid and it's making it way less effective. Like they found that people who are doing volunteer work because they want to, as opposed to, you know, being paid to do work on behalf of a a uh, campaign like the volunteers are actually way way more effective because they're yeah. just actually motivated and like every single little thing that they do oh so it's he, so fucking dystopian yeah <laughs> i mean he's basically using an effective technology but adding his billions of dollars to make it no longer effective he should do cameos right <laughs> <He's> using- <laughs> there you go. that would be dope yeah you know if someone doesn't answer your cameo and they miss it, they still have to do it and then it's free? That's a good really? scam. Yeah, so you just got to choose a cameo person. Who, Who's on vacation? Who? Yeah, who, <laughs> who it seems like, oh, maybe this person wouldn't be very on top of their cameos and then you get it for free. That's scam of the wow. century. Wow. That's so sad. I, I know, it's kind of mean. It's like a, <laughs> I hope you know, too. I just got a free cameo. I, I hope they, like, they learn it but right before they film it, you know, and they're like, yeah. hey- Free one. Right. Hey, happy birthday, Todd, you piece of shit. I think she knew. Jerk. She knew. <laughs> Wait, you did that? Oh, yes. With who? Well, well, I did it with Caroline Calloway. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's perfect. Shout out to her. She was, she, I, it was fun. Was she, she was mad? Very, she was kind of passive aggressive in it. Yeah. That's not sad at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was fun. How much is a Caroline Calloway? It's 50 bucks. Wow. 50 bucks. Yeah. Nice. Go, go into we should just Calibre. do an entire episode of this show, or or a segment on the show where we just go through people's cameo rates to as like that's like their Q rating. <laughs> Some yeah. would shock you, dude. Billy Zane charges five hundred bucks on yeah. cameo. Well, because he there's that line down. from Zoolander, and people are like, "Ha, ah, that would be tight." There. You know, you can People just say on Cameo, like, hi, I'm $1,000. No one will ever buy you, but every time someone looks at you, would be like, wow, you must be doing great. Right. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, true. that's true. Let me hire him for a million dollars. Yeah, apparently <laughs> Billy Zane is the most successful actor in Hollywood. Um, <laughs> Tom Hanks is $60. <laughs> he just likes to do it. He likes to get out there and mix it up. He's a man of the people. Yeah. He waits too long on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but that's a good... I like that strategy. It's like a benign version of all these things people are doing where they watch celebrities' social media and then rob them when they know where they are and oh they have God. a lot of money. Bling on ring. Them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's happening like with murders oh, now. Oh, pop rappers, smoke. Pop smoke. Yeah. Mm. Uh, very sad. 
Uh, let's talk about Trump's wall uh, because they are so. Are you, have you guys gotten your real IDs yet? <laughs> yeah. I have not been asked for my ID in okay. some time. Wow. Well, well, I, I got mine because well, I lose my ID every six months. So okay. I've had Wait, one. this is the one where you need to fly with a real ID yeah, now? Yeah, with a real ID. And when's the date? October? It is October of oh, this year, oh, yeah, 2020. Yeah. And so this is all part of an act that was passed in 2005, uh, and it was condemned by the ACLU uh, back when we didn't pay attention to what they said because we were still mad about two, uh, about 9-11. Uh, so it requires federally approved ID for air travel, uh, which it has taken them 15 years to, like, they were like, okay, we're going to need a long time because the DMV is not the fastest uh, place in the world. Uh, but they are, this law also was just like, and the federal government can break any law they want. Uh, so they're just like, yeah, I mean, in the name of, uh, Homeland Security, they can, they have the authority to waive all legal requirements. And the Trump administration is using that to do some wild shit with the, uh, wall on the Southern border, the building of the wall. Uh, they are making it so they can just like ram through uh, all these like deals with construction companies uh, and contractors. They are uh, dynamiting burial grounds of native peoples uh, oh to build their wall. Just all sorts of horrifying stuff that will hopefully leave Donald Trump haunted for generations and generations of his family. Oh, yeah. They're going to feel so bad. <laughs> not not like haunted, like, oh, he's so haunted by that experience, but like literally haunted be- by- By ghosts. By the poltergeist ghost. <laughs> yeah. Because he's That's, literally I prefer, I prefer that interpretation. Up, he's blowing up like, quote, sacred areas of uh, the, of like uh, Native American, like bone fragments of indigenous fighters are have been discovered there. And they're just like- dynamiting it to build a wall to keep people who aren't white out of uh, the United States. Jesus Christ. Well, you make it seem like it's bad. Right, yeah, but on the other hand, probably looks pretty cool, so... Well, oh now we're all depressed. <laughs> I was just like, Jeez, I'm going to put my head no, down. I have no, I've, I, don't, I don't. We can't win, you're saying? That's <laughs> All of our earlier talk about who should be the Dem nominee d- d- doesn't matter. And I then mean, we're like, oh, could. the election is going to be stolen again. But yeah. right. Bloomberg means kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and they're also doing shit that's bad for the environment. All right, that's it. I swear I'm not going to hmm. say any more depressing stuff. Uh, all right, guys, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with a little bit of <laughs> a little depre- more depressing stuff <laughs> about coronavirus. And we're back. And we're back. Uh, so one piece of good news, they are bringing the smiles back to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. What do you mean? Uh, they they haven't had a comedian there in a long time. Last year it was. Uh, it's been one, they didn't have it one year. Yeah, it's been historians. It was, I thought well, it was two it, years. I think Michelle, no, Michelle was, was two years ago. Twenty eighteen, right? Twenty eighteen. Yeah. I think so. Time okay. is so confusing now, time but I'm pretty so sure that's twenty eighteen. Uh, anyways, Keenan Thompson and Hassan Minaj are going to host this year. And that's great. Trump won't be there, so nobody. No harm, no foul. And wasn't I guess. Hassan the year before Michelle? 
I I don't know. Maybe? Let me see. Let's see. Um, what has? I feel like he's done it before. Yes, he has done it before. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. Twenty seventeen. Um. Well, I wish him a lot of luck. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I mean, it's much lower stakes when the president is in the room. But yeah. Also, the softballs from SNL. You know, they're a lot softer than uh, from the Daily Show people. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Keenan in there will be. That is really like the Keenan. least threatening of. Of anyone. Yeah, I think that's actually good news for... Uh, it's more smiling even... and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Who I would be the Keenan least threatening? So Jimmy Fallon? Colin Jost? Oh, my god. Jimmy gosh. Fallon would... Well, no. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon would uh, kiss Trump on the mouth or something. Like, yeah. Uh, but that I would be know. funny. Me? Because he'd probably be dressed like a... Yeah. yeah You'd be the least threatening? Me, baby. Yeah. I get in there. The, get me in there. That's all... It's all jokes. Hey, sorry, Mr. Prez. He'll be there. He'll definitely be <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Old, uh, like, impre- there, there was one guy who I think Reagan or H.W. Uh, Bush used who was like, uh, he just did impressions of like 50s era celebrities. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 little. Yeah, yeah, Rich Little. Rich Little, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the Astros uh, cheated at baseball, as we all know. We've talked about the fact that they were using trash cans and buzzers to cheat. At uh, you know, to find out when an off-speed pitch is coming, uh, LeBron James tweeted about the fact that the commissioner of the Major League Baseball didn't do anything. He was just like, "Yeah, uh, whatever. It's <laughs> it's no big deal." Uh, he just the Astros, one of the Yankees, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, he's like, "Do something, man. This is like bad for sports in general." Yeah, and he is kind of as close to a. Czar of professional sports as as America has. So, yeah. uh, I like the Astros cheating scandal. Sound like almost identical to how the um how they used to cheat on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, really? Yeah, they had like a cough cough system in place to cheat on wow. Who Wants to Be. A, there was like a married couple Impressed. that like they both oh. ended up winning because they had uh, the their spouse coughing in the audience. Wow, pretty smart. Do they take the money away? Do they take? Yeah, they did. Wow, wow. I you know you hate it. When people use and abuse uh, game shows, you know, a lot of people do it the right way. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's hard to win. Listen, if anyone's interested in buying Nick's car, this is the, your second reminder. St- please stop making me Google about how to sell this thing. <laughs> There's no information on how to sell a brand new car because no one is trying to do it. Right. Generally, people have just bought that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, are there tax implications that you have to watch out for? I mean, I remember that was the thing. With you got to pay the taxes, yeah. right? And uh, your there's no cash equivalent. You either take the car and pay the taxes, or you don't take the car. Oh, huh. you can just deny, yeah. But a lot of people um, don't take prizes if they're stupid, right? But expensive, right? Right. Like um, a trip somewhere close, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, do you have a dog? I do have a dog, Cheetah. Cheetah. The most beautiful dog in the world. And we, of course, know about Jamie's dog, yeah. uh, Sonny. Sonny. All right. Sonny yeah. is a dog. Sonny <laughs> is a dog. Sonny, uh, well, Sonny, yeah. Sonny came on stage at my show last night to tend to, to endorse Biden again. <laughs> and it's frustrating because it's hard It's hard to get stage time in this town. And then that is hilarious. People just come on, they start endorsing him. <laughs> Joe Biden and I'm like, well, great. I only had you know nine minutes. 
<laughs> and he fucking used eight of them. So you were just doing fire. stand up and, and Sonny kind of barged on. And Yeah, I was right at, at the theater my boyfriend worked at and he was upstairs and Sonny just marched downstairs and fucking took the mic. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and he started to get people really excited about, about the Biden campaign <laughs> as well. He kept saying, uh, Pete is a radical. He must be stopped. And people mm. agreed. People agreed. <laughs> Interesting. Um Wait, Pete is a radical? Yeah, that's Sonny's <laughs> new platform. Pete is a radical. Pete is, <laughs> Pete is too far left. Pete has gone too far this time. I mean, I wonder, like, at the Pete campaign and at the Klobuchar campaign, if they, if their, you know, war room is just them talking shit about, like, Clo- the other. Like, Amy Klobuchar's whole strategy is focused on Pete and vice versa. Well, she's a, she's a terror behind closed doors. Right. Amy there's, Klobuchar. Yeah. Oh, God, They're that, so mean to each other. The clip, I, I, it's like Battle of the Centrists. It's right. wild. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to watch. It, that that look that Amy Klobuchar shot whatever staffer she was going to snap the neck of <laughs> and like eat for dinner after she didn't remember the name of the Mexican president. Was oh, dinner. you mean President oh. Lopez Robobor? <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Oh, Pete was Pete was like, I knew it. <laughs> You're right. like, of course you did. Pete's great, got, Pete. You're anyway. perfect, aren't you? Anyway, Sonny says Pete's a radical, so Yeah. Um Well, anyways, there's a new dog owner poll. A rover.com poll is out and um I don't know how revealing any of this stuff is, but it revealed some things uh to some people about uh dog owners. The study shows that sixty five percent of dog owners admit to taking more photos of their dog than their significant other. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's Yeah, well, because your dog never says, oh, no, I look terrible. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Delete it. Yeah. 94% of dog owners consider their dogs to be part of their family, um, and 56% greet their dog as soon as they walk in the door, usually before saying hello to the rest of their family. (laughs) Well, if anyone else would jump on my face as soon as I walk in the door, they'd get it first, too. The dogs are cheating there, when, you, when you think about it. Dogs are the only burden that are fun. I like I like my, <laughs> how, what a big burden are... my dog is. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to my Rover fam. We did an episode for Rover, and I'm a licensed, registered Rover walker. Wait, really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Nice. It's uh, not worth it. There... No? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert on that episode. Don't do that. <laughs> what just too much of a pain in the ass no it's just not worth yeah it's not worth the money and then like sometimes I had a woman uh, do a little too much heroin oh. while I was in the middle of walking her dog Oops. and I had to uh, lie my way into the building and then find the landlord and then get her her door number and then go and then knock on her door a bunch of times before she finally answered oh, no. and she's like what's going on <laughs> And I was like, I have your dog. And I she's saw like, you 15 minutes ago. She said, oh, are you mad at me? No. 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 <laughs> and I said, I'm probably not getting a tip. Huh? Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Holy yeah. shit. No good. Wait, had you just seen her? Like, when yes. You no, I saw her. Up? She was perfectly fine. Um, and then, you know, she was not on heroin. Right. And um and I, then that, when that I came can change back pretty quickly. Yeah. But I was texting with her, you know, beforehand right. and then afterwards I was like, Hey, I'm back. I texted her and then she texted back, wrong number. 
Oh, really? And I was like, oh, like can on? you look directly above this? And then message? when I knocked on her door, there was another dog in there just barking very loudly every time I knocked it's on her door. Dealer. And then she said, she said to her dog, shush, <laughs> shush. <laughs> Her I think she tried to give me a dog. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, she was like, Fuck it was a new own. dog. I don't know what her story was, but yeah. it involved heroin. Dogs yeah. can deal drugs. Yeah. That's dogs just a can. fact. That is a fact. Yeah. Uh, that was her drug dealer. You said. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Let's move on to uh, the coronavirus outbreak. Yes. Uh, obviously, <laughs> a tricky subject because uh, a lot of the. You know, bad news around this has included some weird, you know, quasi-racism or Super open xenophobic. racism, um, some pretty iffy travel bans. Uh, yeah. But there, there's just, there's some aspects of the outbreak and the, the way it's being covered and the way it's being treated uh, that have the ring of, you know, they, they feel like sort of end times type shit. Yeah, the way it's been—I mean, the way it's been being covered has been, uh, in a lot of cases, like pretty overtly racist and xenophobic. And there's yeah. even been um, some uh, some data that uh, says that um, business has like fallen in Chinatowns across the country, which has you know nothing to do with anything, and it's just right. straight up xenophobic. Um, I think that like something interesting about uh, and and uh, like upsetting about the way that this story has kind of been developing is just that like there's been <laughs> disease spreading since the beginning of time and people are still fucking it up in such basic ways yeah that are there have been two like major quarantines um uh, so where things are at right now is there's been over seventy six thousand cases diagnosed which is a lot uh there's been uh, as of right now 20 2250 people have died but like for perspective cdc says that about like over 50,000 people die of the flu every year. So right. the casualty rate is actually, I mean, Yeah, we talked about low. that, like, because I kept bringing that up and being like, it's not as deadly as the flu when this first started happening, but people- But it is escalating. Yeah, and people just talked about how it's more about this is just qualitatively and quantitatively, like, completely different from the flu because it's a thing that we don't have any experience with and it's right. spreading fast. And, and nothing scarier than- uh, when the doctors are dying, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, that is scary. Boy. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, I think the most, like, uh, the biggest quarantine story took place on a cruise ship, uh, that where that as of this recording, people have just been getting off the cruise ship, but they were quarantined on the cruise ship where the virus was located for over two weeks and they were just docked. So it was, uh, the diamond princess, they're carrying 3,700 passengers and crew. Uh, there were over 600 people confirmed with coronavirus by the end. And there was a pretty good uh, piece about it on BuzzFeed Nudes. News? Nudes? Oh, my God. I love BuzzFeed <laughs> Nudes. <laughs> mm-hmm. there, there. I forgot there was a regular BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I spent so much time on BuzzFeed <laughs> Nudes. <laughs> I, try, I do one story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So uh, there's a good story on BuzzFeed Nudes uh, (laughs) about um, how basically just um, where you quarantine people makes a really big difference of how effective the quarantine is, which is kind of, I guess, basic stuff. And it's it's kind of uh, alarming that this cruise ship quarantine went on for as long as it did because just like the ways that um, like – 
air travels and like wh- whatever the the ventilation on the ship makes it like you can't really quarantine yourself from the disease and so it spread faster than it would have if they had docked and let people off so it became mm. a whole thing there was a separate quarantine uh in a, on a naval base in upstate california that i think um contain the disease a little better but again they're just like no one's prepared for a quarantine right. yeah i mean of um, all the places to be stuck with people with this disease that nobody understands that is deadly uh like a cruise ship the thing where viruses and like disease and stomach ailments notoriously spread. like spread so quickly uh yeah it's like Imagine- why, why don't we put you we'll quarantine you all in a ball pit <laughs> Uh, it's like, <laughs> and it's what? and it's like a, there there are over six hundred cases and only two casualties that we know of. But it just seems like just based on all the reporting that's been done that it was preventable. But that people are just like not ready for for an outbreak like this. They don't know what to do, so they're like just stay where you are, and then more people get sick. Yeah. So, and people always wonder why comedians hate performing on cruise ships so much. There is a guy on that ship right now. Doing his twenty eighth performance. Oh my god! <laughs> I would watch that eight twenty four. Less and less people. But he's gonna come off, and he's gonna have the best coronavirus material, <laughs> like just like such good tight shit on that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it might have more to do with like what... who out here has the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have to do with coronavirus only performances. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Like there, there was a uh, Carnival Cruise Westerdam cruise ship, which uh, eventually docked in Cambodia, but had been turned away at other ports because of you know people were concerned about the virus getting out. Um, so I think that could be what's happening. Is like it's not that we think it's a good place to quarantine the non-sick people who are on the cruise ship. It's that like we're just like yeah, y'all stay the fuck out there away from me this has to be taking a toll on corona's sales yeah i think it is i think for certain it is i think it's taking a toll on the global economy when you there was a new york times um graphic or like animation that was showing like what flights look like at a nor on a normal day like just with a a little uh, dot representing a flight like around China, and then yeah. during this outbreak, and it's just well. I mean, even I've I've been. I mean, I'm sure you you've seen it too, Jack. Like I've been touring for the past like month and a half or so, and the the way that people are like suiting up at airports is different. Like you, there's a lot of face yeah. masks at the airport. Like, yeah, you can definitely see the the coronavirus's impact. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Jamie. Thanks, Jack. Uh, uh, we've been on to tour. You. We've been on the road uh, lately. Plug those and... dates again. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, shit. Everybody stay safe. Just wash your fucking hands. Don't be mean to other people. Just wash your hands. How about that? Um, <laughs> is that okay? Finally. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Dad. Just, <laughs> Just wash, wash your, your fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands and wear a jacket, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. It's cold out. I'm going to catch a chill. Uh, Nick. Yes. It's been a pleasure, as oh always, God. having yeah, you, friend. Thank you so much for having me. This was a good one. Uh, where can people find you, follow you? Um, you can find me at Nick's Turners on the socials. and uh, new- Nick's Turners? At Nick's Turners. All right. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> check out Deckheads. Check out uh, Get Rich Nick. Uh, and uh, And that's it.
Yeah, and go uh, check out Deckheads, listen to it, love it, and then write a five-star review. Write a five-star, As with any, any comedy podcast, when it first comes out, you get a lot of people who don't know what comedy is and are like, hey, what the hell? What's all this laughter? <laughs> I didn't. Get, I didn't read these reviews. What reviews are you getting? <laughs> right. Um, but anyways, uh, they're great. Yeah, yeah. Also, I often say on the show, uh, if you want to write us in any way, if you want to talk to us, we will only read messages that are in five star reviews on on iTunes. Ooh, that's um, smart. Yeah. That's Effective. Smart. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be my policy too mm-hmm. going forward. <laughs> Uh, unless you mention me in a tweet, which I read every <laughs> single one of them the second they go up. Yes, of course. Like somebody said that wasn't cool. Um, Please don't, don't add example me. I can't of myself. Nick. Yes. What is a tweet you've been enjoying or some other work of social media? Yes, I have some tweets. More than one. Oh, okay. Um, a light of the New York comedy scene passed away uh, overnight. Jesus. Um, Steve Whalen. Mr. Jokes as he is known, an old school comedian type, unapologetically himself. This dude is fucking hilarious and fucking great, and he's going to be sorely missed. And uh, you can't really take in Steve's humor with one tweet. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a few. Okay. This Let's is a man it. who is not afraid to tell you when a punchline is. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Where did I? And now I've had it up for one hour. Okay. Here we go. Steve. A parasite defeated the Irishman. Sounds like my agent. (laughs) My mother's name is Miranda because anything I say can and will be used against me. (laughs) Madonna, like a virgin? I don't think so. (laughs) Me, what sandwich shop is this? Them, sir, this is an Arby's. Boy, (laughs) improvisation. Improvisational comedy is done by so many white people. They shouldn't say yes and. They should say no but. (laughs) No but. White people. I'm fat. When I go get my shoes shined, I find that I have already eaten them because shoes are dried cow leather. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. R.I.P. Steve Whalen. I love you, bud. Um, Jamie. Yeah. Where can people find you? Follow you. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter.com at Jamie Loftus Help or on uh, Instagram at Jamie Cry Superstar. You can listen to My Year in Mensa. Uh, I've, uh, and uh, that's all I got to say. Oh, you listen to the Bechtel cast. That's been yeah. on for four years. And it's so good. It's still going. It's so good. Yeah. Um, also, a great live show if people ever get a chance to. Yeah, see. you should come. We're gonna be in. Uh, we're gonna be in Austin in April because I'm going to officiate a stranger's wedding. I know. Isn't that exciting? A stranger who is a fan through the podcast, or just a stranger? I, I believe a fan of Zeitgeist. Into. Oh wow! Who wow. DM'd me and was like, "Will you officiate my wedding?" I was like, "I've never been Holy to Texas." Holy shit! So I had a Zeitgeist fan contact me and asked asked me to 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 put his dog down. Um, so I'm getting different, different. So you're getting uh, <laughs> officiated. Yeah, very different than what you're getting. You can getting. do that when yes. you get officiated. You are also licensed to kill dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Something I don't tell you. 
Um, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Yeah, this is a quote tweet. It's hard to talk about a quote tweet, but I'll try. Uh, the there there was a quick. We didn't get to it today, but uh, there's a story about how Martin Scorsese wrote Bong Joon Ho a congratulations yeah. note that was very sinister, uh, and it said my favorite quote from his is quote You've done well. Now rest. I know that's something that you <laughs> and, say to somebody right before you twist their head really fast and say <laughs> shh into their ear as they die you've done well now rest and so uh at annie Wu uh said holy shit scorsese's going to kill bonjuno <laughs> made me laugh um some tweets i've been enjoying yeah check i'm sorry what tweets have you been enjoying oh my god jamie no thank you so asked. much for asking no one ever asked jack um end of an era at cracked uh jason quote david wong parjan uh, at John Dies at the End uh, tweeted, I'm walking away from Cracked. Here's my disappointingly drama-free announcement. Uh, he's been re- being like the executive editor and like the hardest working person I've ever worked with or encountered uh, for the past 10 years, despite being a best-selling author who doesn't <laughs> didn't need it, uh, but just like out of a sense of, I don't know, ownership of the site. And so he's deciding to uh, step away from it and really a smart, funny, uh, hardworking, Mm. kind person. Uh, So people should follow him uh, at John Dies at the End or at John Dies at the E-N because he couldn't spell out the whole name of his novel. Uh, (laughs) uh, If if you don't already to see what he's up to uh, next. Um, And then... I also liked a tweet from uh, former Cracked writer-editor Christy Harrison at Hiran Eid, uh, who tweeted, Sorry if I've already asked this question a thousand times, but do people know how hot Stevie Wonder was back in the 70s? And he was. Holy shit. Yeah, he really was. Yeah, very yeah. very good-looking dude. Yeah. Um, and then Natalie Scher, uh, who's a great uh, follow on Twitter, uh, yeah. just very smart, uh, political thinker, researcher, writer, uh, tweeted, this is such a perfect distillation of what Bloomberg's problem with Trump boils down to. And it's just uh, that photograph of a billboard that says, Donald Trump cheats at golf, period. And then underneath, <laughs> Mike, Blue- Mike Bloomberg doesn't, paid for by the Mike Bloomberg campaign. So uh, yes, he's a man Bloomberg. of the people. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, so that's those are some tweets I've been enjoying. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, footnotes. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we write. Out on Super Producer Anna Hosnier. Oh, what song you. is it going to be? Thank you for having me. I uh, just want to reiterate uh, go listen to Deckheads. It's out right now as we speak. Oh, Deckheads. I get deckheads. it. Deckheads. Yes. Wait, that's naughty. Yes. Naughty, yes. naughty, Be careful how you say it. Okay. Uh, and again, to reiterate, five star reviews. Save our asses. People leave reviews like, why are they joking? Can they do that? They go like, why are they joking? I feel like you people have never seen reviews before. Yeah, they're not, no, it's they're, they're fascinating. Yeah. But anyway, Anyway. No, I've, they, I've seen this happen to literally every one of our shows when we launch. Nothing matters. They're jokes. all good. If you leave a it review just, and it's bad, guess what, baby? That bumps up my shit. 
Yeah. You know, it's fascinating because Nick's the type of guy shit. that goes, yeah. hey, yeah, no, hey, all, all, all press is good press. Yeah. And yeah. I always like want to stab him over it. So yeah. here we are. Just a happy guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want a car today. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> that you're going to sell. Fascinating. All right. So today I'm going to recommend a song that I've been listening to. It's a single that Frank Ocean dropped uh, last Ooh. year at some point. Yeah. It's called DHL. Uh, I really like it. It's a bop. And I've been enjoying listening to it over and over again. And I've lost my mind. So I think you guys will enjoy it. He really picks it up on this one. Hey, let's just say Frank's not sad anymore. (laughs) Well, maybe he is. Who am I? I don't know. He's so good at being sad, though, too. I know. I love it. I'm singing love him. Okay, well, anyway, I love Frank Ocean. Listen to this track, DHL. Check it out. All right. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, That's going to do it for this Monday uh, morning. We will be back this afternoon to tell you what is trending. uh, And we're going to ride out on Frank Ocean, our guest at the Toronto show. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have revealed that. Uh, Yeah. Anyways. uh, Yeah. Well, we're going to ride out on Frank Ocean. We'll be back this afternoon. Talk to you then. And I ain't took out my hands Beans, star, bucks, star, struck Bitch coming soon That's cause you suck That's coming soon Find in the keys, like